Wipery Gentle People, welcome to another episode of the Culture Wise Podcast. You don't know the chap already, connecting you to what's important in Jamaican music and pop culture. Don't know y'all missed us last week, but nonetheless, we're here coming to you live to your eardrums. You don't we're know. back, guys. I'm your host, Romy K, and the squad is out tonight. KB, Wipery, Wipery. Squad! On the dip on her. You know, Key is always here looking beautiful as usual. I wish y'all could see her. Thanks, guys. I'm I'm, I'm just here. I'm just here to be guest as usual. Yeah, we should release the video so people can see how pretty Yo, if y'all want to see the oh, video, thanks. send oh. a comment, send a DM, send a like. You <laughs> don't know the thing you said. <laughs> don't uh, set me up like that because you know I have to dress up now. No, but that's the point though. Like, you didn't dress up, but you're still gorgeous. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, oh, sorry. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Yo, you see that you, yeah? You might get caught up in Full of lyrics. Full of lyrics like cartel. I've, I've, I've realized that a woman will be my downfall. <laughs> I've accepted it. Yeah. And that's okay. That's what that's what makes you great. That's what mm. makes you KB. You're like a, a typical Butter Greek life. legend story. <laughs> right, like you accept your love of women and you you don't... You, you, you accept it and you, you live by it, you know? You don't hide it. That's important. Yeah. Admitting is the first step. Kanye said that. But dog, somebody always mad at me. I'm tired of that. Who's mad at you, bro? <laughs> like, honestly, like... <laughs> let's not get into it. Whoops. I hope it's not <laughs> Keisha. <laughs> no, <laughs> me, me, me and Keisha are good. It's okay, bro. This is a safe space. Um, mm. I won't style you. Kian won't style you. I would I, never do that. I know that. I know that. You know, I just need a. I need a want people girl. come track him down at that. Yeah, that too, but I just need. I need a girlfriend like for put all of this energy into like. Hear the one. You hear that, ladies? You know. You know. You know bro, where to find us. Honestly, this is a, you know this is a matchmaking podcast. You know where to come from, you know. Yeah, dog. Is but are you? I try always set up people, Romeke. Yeah, come mm. come set yes. up key with a rich man, a rich white man. Not a white man, sorry. You know, you not gonna touch a key. I'm just gonna spend by you. Okay, okay, okay. That's fair. How was your week been, guys? What's new in your life? What, what's been happening? Chat to me. I haven't seen y'all in a minute. KB. Yeah, same old, same old. You know, corporate. Just at work and at work. Sleeping away. And then, you making know, that squalor. Making that squalor, you know, so we can enjoy life. Yo, KB yeah. always come on the pod and, and acting like a, a poor thing. Meanwhile, he make, he's making buku <laughs> money. Yo, stop telling people my business. <laughs> Yo, so don't, don't he's people trying to don't be low listen key. to the man and, and pity him. He deserves none of your pity. Please be sorry for me. <laughs> send me donations. I'm going to drop a link to my cash app. Yeah, only just tell him just I'm tell him that you fans. love him and you think his smile is pretty. That's all That's, he needs. Uh, you can't I'm, even I'm see so his face. Just it's tell an me that. audio platform. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just tell him that. Go to my, go to my IG. Look at my picture from like two years ago. I was cute then too. <laughs> Key. Me, I'm alright, you know. I'm getting used to working from home. I'm glad I'm not working from home in the wind in the in the cold because I know it's getting cold up in New York, you know. No shade or nothing. But I'm glad I'm not there. <laughs> Yo, it's it's funny you said that because my aunt she has me painting like the back porch and right now it's getting very cold. So more yes. I'm the, the youth me and them the start dry. You me cramp up. I said, you know if I'm like what did I do to deserve this? I'm so sorry. All for like ambition and them thing that boy. If they did tell me I saw ambition come with so much string. <laughs> you know in the third grade, I had a teacher, she told she told me that um I have no ambition and I will never make it anywhere in life. Well fuck that. Teachers bitch. told me that a lot. <laughs> and them tell me some chat too much and well here I am on a podcast. Fucks. Nobody ever told me that still because I was quiet, you know? Really? I never thought much. Yeah, but you know them say silent river run deep. 
Can I talk to you sitting on the farm? <laughs> All right, so what we're talking about, guys? The people have been asking for this. They have been practically begging for this. Um, and, 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 you know, we thought it would be good well, like. to... <laughs> Yo, brother. Thank you to the two people that says, requested this episode. this episode. Yeah, when I said that, uh, but uh, uh, big up she. <laughs> yeah, you don't know because we have, we have support systems. Yeah. You see uh, me? Uh, uh. Yeah, so what the people have been saying is that they want to get to know us. They want to get to understand our perspective. Why would they want and, that? You know, I have no idea, <coughs> but we're going to give you anyway. Facts. <laughs> you don't know. The people just want to know, like, how, you know, first off, like, how did we come into this whole appreciation of, of music in general? And, you know, why do we feel like we're the people that be talking about this this topic? I can definitely start off on that. Because, like, my sort of appreciation for music kind of, like, I, I was a late bloomer for sure. I had always kind of grown up hearing music or being surrounded by music. Um, but I, I feel like my love for music really came uh, at a later stage, which is not necessarily the traditional experience, right? Because, you know, when you think of growing up in Jamaica, music is kind of fundamental aspect of, of your life. Like, almost everything you do is, is centered around like, music from your gogangala. Or you go, you know, a night night, you, you dip on the ends, you, you know, you dare dance, you go a party. It's almost like central to, you know, to who we are as a people. I grew up, grew up in the country and every night my aunt did this thing. She would take her pills, watch Young and Restless. And before she go to bed, she put on her Celine Dion album. <laughs> and trust me when I say, yo, she rinsed the album every single day. So every single night, Ma go sleep listening, listening to Celine Dion. And I think that's when I started coming to this whole sense of, you know, music makes me feel good. You know, for y'all, like when, when was that pivotal moment? Mm. I'll go first. Okay, go go ahead. So, um, I've always I've always loved music. I don't remember a time when music wasn't a part of my daily my daily routine. Um, in in university, my father was a DJ, apparently, and that's why I met my mother. Apparently, big up Barry. She's <laughs> big up Barry anyway. <laughs> there. But yeah, and so that that love of music has definitely like trans it transcended to me and all of them thing their way always had mountains of cds in the house we had a big case of the cd when you're going on a road trip you're flipping and choosing and we i i used to burn cds and everything but i think one of my very first like memories of having music or wanting my own experience with music there was one christmas it was very early like early 2000s i remember asking for i remember asking for a radio but i specifically wanted a radio that played cds cassettes and i could plug my headphones into it but as a transformer yeah. yes <laughs> but guess what i got that i got it for christmas somehow somewhere and i got that radio with a shaggy cassette and um christina aguilera's first cd on on cd and so those were my first pieces of music. Everybody, every, all the other music was mommy or daddy's own, but those two were mine. And yeah. so it was very special to me. And I used to rinse, every, my radio would not turn off. I would constantly have the radio on. So I, I, I just really grew up. It was comforting, the sounds, you know. I love music. I can't, I can't do without it. Go crazy without it. Yeah, we definitely see that. KB, well, I don't have like a like a turning point <laughs> or like a, a a specific experience that I can draw from, but like I can give you like a timeline because like when I was young, 
very young. I was, I was, I'm the baby of the family. So my older sister loved music. She was always playing music. She had her own radio. Daddy was always playing music. Mommy loved music. We always were going to functions like Lions Club, Lions Clubs um, functions. Yeah, mm-hmm. and at those kind of functions they would play like oldies so I'd, I'd have gotten an appreciation for oldies on those um, instances and then when you you know uh, your parent with your parents or your sister you have this stack of CDs like he saw a while ago you know the Dirty Rock Champa 2001 yeah. and Reggae and Gold Reggae Gold and Raga Raga and all of them be, all of them um, CD them so that was like early on and then you're going to high school now and you, you book up on LimeWire and you book up on Aries and you download music, you know, Eerie. illegally, um. you know, before we didn't know it illegally, is it? We did young and foolish, is it? Feds, feds, feds. We don't do it anymore. We don't do We're it adults. anymore. I don't claim that. I pay I, for my Spotify. <laughs> I pay for my Spotify, okay? And I, bu- I give my I, artists I, my pennies. I bought my titles, so everything good. Somebody I pay somebody. So we're good. Everybody but, I get their money. But yeah, yeah, like, and then, and then you, you know, you're coming up and you're just... Music is just always around. As a Jamaican, it's just always around. It's always blasting from a car somewhere. It's always blasting from a house somewhere. It's, it's a, it, it, just, it just becomes a part of you. That's for sure. It's funny that you say that. Because when I, when I first came back home, that was one of the things that I immediately recognized. How, how much music is lit- constantly playing in Jamaica. Mm. I came upstairs into my room. And I don't know where in a neighborhood. But on, especially on the weekend, one wicked dance I keep. <laughs> Even in Corona time, I don't hear a lot of people. But I hear yeah. some wicked juggling. <laughs> <laughs> so... And living living One in day America, must a juggle for him girl, man. yeah, my, must. Uh, my, that's why I'm lyrics them, man. I'm just juggle couple. Yeah, when I, in, in, in early early high school, like when I never care like about nothing at all, I used to hear dances from my room and just get up and go outside and walk to the dance. Nice. Yeah, yeah like I think I did that like twice or three times, and it was just like it was just a, a culture shock, like cause must be nice being a man. <laughs> because <laughs> cause like remember the kind of parties we would have been accustomed to would have been very polished and you know like we well uh, me me and Key then yeah I've no? been I've, I, I, no, well, no, no, well that happened older I, I did admit that you know <laughs> I've had my experiences later in life but yes polished is a good word they were more polished you know they were more suited for our age groups but like when you walk or dance now and you're 14 and a bear big people there to dance it's a different vibe altogether like just the the, the whole buy out the bar thing i never understood that until i went to a dance or how the girl them dress and sometimes you don't have like a plastic pool in a mig like a dance and the girl them are jump up and down <laughs> in there and like the, you, you don't have like exactly that like vibes and then you don't have like um some little known artists come up and perform and then you'd have a bigger artist come up and perform like it's just a vibe, dog. Like it, it's a. I, I hope. I hope COVID goes away. I need. To, we need to get back to that shit. Oh gosh, I was literally talking today about how I need to go to a party and binge drink. <laughs> but binge drinking is bad. It's We're not bad. alcoholics. It's not don't do that. That's how you need but that. But that is something that I've been in the mood for lately. Because another big, you're just bringing up so many memories for me. Another big experience or exposure to music that I had is um. My parents used to keep a wicked New Year's party every mm. year. Mm. And the music play right from the beginning of time, right up until whatever was recent that year. And so it was always, I, I knew that I, at least once a year, I was going to get my music lesson, my music crash course. And it was 
my parents threw legendary parties. So the music was music was good, food was good, and so it I was just really ingrained in that music dance hall party culture and yeah, it was it was amazing. Vibes. One of the reasons why I was a late bloomer uh, in terms of music is, you know, you know honestly, um, you know, I grew up in a, uh, I would say, a super religious type of household, right? So the experiences that Key is reflecting and that KB, you know, is talking about in terms of music kind of being ingrained in the family experience, I didn't get a lot of that growing up, just just because of, you know, you're trying to to make sure you're towing the line and adhering to certain rules of your parents, you can't go certain places. It can't listen to certain types of music in their in their house. So it was more so like I I'm in the environment and I can see it happening and I can hear it, of course, because they, they can't stop that if a dancer play out the road. Right. Parents can't stop that. But me Cock actually <laughs> like you know, like when you watch the um the, the T V show and some sex scene come on, <laughs> your parents go yeah, I <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was something like that. I, might, I think you know, as I as I grew up, and because music is so, just so central, like I would go to school day in the bus, and you just hear you see me DJ Kenya play or hear a DJ dot com play. DJ dot com. You see me, you just you, you have no other choice but to listen to the music and to and to hear the music. Um, and Jamaica culture is 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 so infectious to the point where like you just feel you just feel connected to it and you just you know feel a vibe to it and so slowly you know even though still trying to toe the line still trying to you know live on a daddy roof so you don't know you have to listen to what the big one say still trying to toe that line but at the same time still wanting to be um a part of the culture so eventually you you, you go a one nine night and and you catch a one jinx. You see me and your grandfather with a gear, you know, see me I shattered the, the white room and say, Why don't you fetch a suit? Me on the vibes, I'm with the under vibes. Me on the vibes. <laughs> you see me, you get, you get a red label and your, your cousin, your bigger cousin, them now start bring you more into the thing and, and show you certain yeah, vibes. Dog. And, 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 that's, and that's for me how, you know, I started getting more into the culture and, and, and more into the music and, you know, buying the CD like I can remember my aunt she had this CD when I was living in Portmore my aunt she had this CD and and on the CD was a copper shot mix and just every song on it was the upon the job play freedom and and I and I kept that CD for for years you see me and and you know I would listen to it because that was my connection like you know you're in the bus and you hear a mixtape you play a mixtape you play a mixtape and say yeah man I have a piece or I have an artifact or I have you know some representation of the culture that I own you know, personally. So I can totally relate to what you're saying, Key, of of having that radio and just having a piece of the music um for yourself for sure. Uh KB talked a little bit about like high school. Like how how did high school shape your 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 appreciation or, or your love for music? And it doesn't have to be Jamaican music, it can be, you know, just music in general and um what was that what was that like for you? Got kinda crazy in high school. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> High school, high school is when I started to branch out in terms of different genres because now, you know, you're coming into your own, your own. That's when we had our iPods. And as you said, that's when we're discovering music on YouTube. We. And we, as in the Yo. general populace. Yo, I have one of them MP3. We there. had our, we had our, we had our Zooms. Flick the top for change the, um, we had the, we had the MP3 with the thumb, with the thumb drive. We had the yeah. Zunes. We had some other nameless thing. But you know, we had we had mobile music. 
Right. So then you're sharing music with people. And so I started to listen to more American music in second form. We went, you know, went through a dark, dark emo phase, listening to rock you had your music. Band, your band phase. <laughs> yes. But I still, I still love bands and I still love rock music. And a lot of the songs from that scary time in life, I still listen to. They still bang. And um, second and third form, that's when I started listening to like, electronic music which i still listen to um i went to a i went to a music festival a year or two ago probably two years ago now so it just developed over time and snowballed and now i listen to anything and worse if i can dance to it times 10 if i can sing along like good music is good music i'll just if if i can sing to it if i can dance to it if it makes me get out, of, get out of my seat, you have me. It just needs to sound good. It doesn't need to have lyrics. You know, one thing that I, I, and I'm going to be frank, and since we're being vulnerable here, okay. one thing that I've always, you know, admired uh, about KB is, is this curiosity when it comes to listening to new music and especially listening to new dancehall music. What influenced that for you or what kind of pushed you to, to start listening to Massacre even from like, Nine grade, eight grade. New music that makes you feel something is like a drug to me. So like, it's like, okay, so you, you see a YouTube video or say, say for instance, you see a YouTube recommendation and you see Massacre Gunman Friend and you don't know Massacre, you don't know the song, you don't know the type of music, but then you click it, you listen to it and then it moves you like you, you feel something change within you. Mm. I, th- th- that's what keeps me looking for new music. That feeling right there is, it, it really is like a... a an intense release of endorphins because mm-hmm. it's, it's like okay well anything can happen before you once you click the the video or the song or whatever you know it could be utter foolishness it could be okay it could be all right but if it actually move you that's just yeah. it's like i'll be i'll it's be rinsing i'll be rinsing the song for like the rest of the week or the rest of the month and every 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 couple of days i find like maybe five or six songs like that that i can just rinse over and over and over again so it's just it's just a thirst for that feeling, that vibe that I only I can only get from new music. Wait, so you you've always relied on YouTube algorithms to find new music? Remember, it wasn't as complicated. It wasn't as complex as it is now then, and it wasn't always just. I wasn't as much content to sort through as well. There's that too, but we had other avenues to learn about new music. I, I think. Um, remember, we used to have like socials at school. Mm-hmm. Um, we had like a the song book them. Yeah, the song book them. And remember, oh. we spoke about like the reggae goal and the raga raga. You'd you'd pick up a lot from those and the radio. You have driving the radio. to school in the mornings. Yeah, or or taking the bus in the morning or mm-hmm. whatever it is. There's just it, it was just all over. The, it wasn't as um you just say omnipresent as it is now. Music in terms of accessing music, but mm-hmm. it was always around at the same time. It was still there so it was just for you to like i guess recognize the voices and then maybe pinpoint a certain key line in the song and then you go search for the song and you find it and then you download it and then you put it on your little cheap ipad (laughs) and uh, there were a lot of music countdowns as well like that was yes growing up as 90s kids that's like a staple of of any kind of music plus we had well well yeah we had like what suzy q you had no, you no, had video Suzy Q, you had Video Alley, you had all, and the local ones were you have t- there's another one that's like top video ten countdown. Alley. There's one there's one that come in in the ad breaks and it just show you like a quick preview. Mm. So there there are mm-hmm. lots of ways, and then on the radio them have like new music Fridays and segments like that, and then and then worse if you're if you follow up 
um, international music, you have shows like 106 on Park and you have TRL and you have, and then you follow Billboard charts and these things. So there yeah, are like MTV in the morning, MTV in the morning v- VH1 when VH1 used to be a music station. But yeah, so it was, I, I, I guess, I guess we're not so, especially now with quarantine, we're not like, we don't have to go out of our way to find the music. We can just be like casually casually scrolling and find music yeah. yeah it like people are also pushing music to to us now mm-hmm. you know like actively trying to get people to listen but i feel to, like that kind of ruins the fun because when we were younger we had to go out and search for the music these, these children just everything just come to them brother when you had yeah download from limewire yeah for pre-essay a virus or or one of those this is an illegal download this yeah, is this an is illegal download <laughs> I or, hate or even when you download a song and it turns out to be a next song. Like, I remember Soulja Boy used to do that a lot. Like, <laughs> yes. he, used to, he used to name songs after songs that were already established. And then you <laughs> click on it, and then all of a sudden you hear Soulja Boy tell him, <laughs> oh, I was like, yo, that's genius, but it was so annoying. It used to recroll you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yo, so I think, you know, Key kind of touched a little bit on it um and before we kind of get out of that that, that high school stage because i think i feel like for me going through high school trying to navigate becoming older overcoming teenage angst you know music plays played a huge role in kind of shaping my consciousness and and just shaping boy. my perspective on the Yo, world boy it, i tell you it oh shit am i interrupting no 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 i was just exclaiming. no no you're fine Go no ahead, i was bro. just saying that like when when you're going through puberty all right that same feeling yeah. i was telling you about um with new music or like music in general when you're going through puberty and everything is amplified that is just so much like i remember all of the music from 07 to 09 very clearly and very funny like sirani stinking rich and yeah 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 like it, it's just it's because 2008 was also like brilliant year for yeah. no reason no those three years were like really good like they were great. I, I, I remember when we were in pr- primary school there was a certain vibe in dancer like it was mostly dancing music vibes music you know it wasn't much dance to the rhythm that, yeah that kind Shaka of vibe Shaka. right so like from 2000 to 2007 it was that to 2006 it was that kind of vibe where you have like munga munga boss it made the earth shake it's like it's an like earthquake yeah munga come from where we you know from Egyptian come from where i'm ready you know from, from where i'll be a famous people you know you know Wait, what is it? these are some serious times i don't know what i have to represent for the whole of tavern the whole of, of, of temporal the <laughs> whole of border you see me big up on yourself sending greetings from across the big world. up romicus scheme big up just big yeah. up the romy scheme yeah i'll be your place my life no matter follow me love you know, mm, but then like when we did enter high school and it's like it's, it, it coincided with or entrance into high school there was a shift so like 07 and i think we did have like a social either 07 or 08 and them end up not keeping a social after that because it was so that hard, but... that bar it was it was the <laughs> campion barbecue yeah. and it was epic yeah. yeah it was really good like i enjoyed yeah and i remember black rhino came to perform at that that was my introduction and Kitty hosted it. yes that was my was introduction good. to black rhino as an artist because i didn't know him before and i was obsessed after that because his voice it was it <sighs> Outside of, outside of like, outside of like a major mackerel, like those are the niggas from the 80s and 90s that had like unique voices, but we never had like a yeah. fine voice like a black rhino up until he touched the scene. And then after him, you had and he could really sing and he could sing. And then Fox. after him, you just had like a bugger man come up with the whole fine voice thing, but he pioneered it. I was just like, it was a beautiful time. 
to be a, a teenager, to be young. Yeah. It was a great, it, 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 the music just felt good. You had Siran, you had Bugle, they just had come, um, come around and we, we had, had Black Cartel. Black Cartel, we had Movada yeah. and Cartel going back and forth. We had just, we had Chimney Records like at the forefront. We had Dasik at the forefront. It was we just had Genius. Genius at oh, the forefront. Oh, like man. it was all just beautiful music. But it changed, like it was more violent for one. It was, it was violent way more sexual. and very sexual way because that sexual. was before that was before the broadcast commission. It was ramping shop that really changed <laughs> the game because <laughs> we were up in school talking all when at night. You, mm, 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 mm. Yo, we had no business. <laughs> we had no business dancing to that music in the social. When you come in, I'm a ramping shop. But that is exactly why I, I remember my pants front busting. I remember. <gasps> No, don't say that. That's bringing up a very bad memory. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Key. I didn't mean to trigger you. It's but okay. like, it's fine. Yo, it's yo okay. like we used to go, so, we used to go <laughs> social and wine, woman. Like, you know, dripping sweat, bro. You see, like, and then you know, pants front bust, and you have to explain. Mom, you have to explain. <laughs> 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 mommy, mommy, pick you up from school after. I, why you, you look say, so? Why, why, why you look like that? Why, why your pants front bust? Why you? Why your pants bust again? Warm to you. Why do you wow. look like this? This is at? not how I send you to school. Yo, but wow. those socials, like, we used to have, like, Timberly performing and, and left side and... Man. Brother, I was missing all of that? Yeah. Yo, That's they were crazy. really good. They like, were epic. From 07 things to like, Things like Unwind Vibes. Yeah. Oh, man. Those are fun, too. Brother, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to up in a house from Kyongo. Nowhere. And you still turned out so amazing. Yeah, cause I, I I I can think of my own. I do things of my own volition now. So you know, I'm not watching the face. We love me? that. Talk about um, growth. What would you say top two artists? And it can be oh, Jamaican God. or or everywhere, any anything. Top two artists that defined your high school massacre. One side genocide. Eat that. No more. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one. Key. Covid. Covid. Man. That's a hard one. It's definitely gonna high school, like yeah. all of high school. Okay, let me try. So for definitely like the first three years of high school was definitely some white stuff. <laughs> I'ma say, I'ma say, I'ma say. I'ma say, I'ma say, I'ma say. Period. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, which one of my white bands like really? Lincoln Park. No, no I'm gonna say. No, I'm gonna say Escape the Fate. Um. Not as hardcore as Slipknot, but still very up there because I was, boy, was a girl angsty. <laughs> she was, she was hurting, boy. She was hurting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later on, it was definitely like, so, so after it went from, from Escape the Faith, it was kind of, I'm going to say like Odd Future, Tyler the Creator. That was a crazy time. The weekend, that kind of that kind mm-hmm. of vibe in like fourth, fifth form, and then going off into going off into sixth form, cause then I was going to the club now, you know, homegirl. <laughs> I can't, but I can't. No, but I'm such a complex creature. You have to oh, understand. So yeah, come. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm. I was just saying, like, I don't mean to misgender you. I call everybody brother. I so. and I call everybody sis, so that's fine. Gotcha. I call everybody sis. You call. I call you bro. It's fine. Well, but I'm yes, bro, I'm. 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 Oh, I'm creating this story of myself through music, Romy K. Excuse me. I'm sorry for interrupting. Thank you. Skip the page, people. Next chapter. <laughs> and then I'll round off high school. With definitely, I'm gonna say vibes cartel because that's when, like I said, I was I was wearing less and going out more, 
and living my life and thing. And my road girl, Cabri, is she's a Gaza girl. So she was really like keeping me hip with the cartel. So yeah, that's that's kinda that's kinda me. I came came back around and I'm and I'm normal now. <laughs> <laughs> well, normal's relative. Yeah. So. But yeah. What about you, Roms? This is going to sound very wild. I love it already. Principal <laughs> though. No, no, no. Of course no. not. Alain. Um, no. <laughs> I, I used to listen to Alain hardcore Love though. Alain. You don't, you don't know when I have cable and only have the... And, I've, and I used to... Um, Alain's always... A, she's a great performer. TV, yeah. She'd always take off her shoes and she'd feel it. She's a great performer. Brother, how do you remember this? Because I love concerts. But yeah, as you were saying. Right. Um... So, first off, I think I was really stepping into my consciousness as it relates to music during the, the, the peak of the pop era. So, right when Gizimi, Nikki, just a bus, and you have Rihanna coming onto the scene, and you have um, a whole the slower artists who are just making great, like, pop music. You see me? And then, you know, you had man like Kid Cudi. Kid oh, Spoke Kid directly Cody. to oh, how could I forget? my heart. You see me? And the teenage how could angst. I? You see me? Oh. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm beating, and I'm beating that type of music. I'm, I'm listening to that. Because that's why the music I'm called the pensive. You see me? But just, they like, internalized and, and super, intro, so super introspective type of music. Um, the R stands for, for reflect. <laughs> yo, no, <laughs> no, yo. Um, for Jamaican music though, like I think for Jamaican music, I, I would listen to everything. You see, because when it, when you're laying on the bus, you know, you literally you literally hear every single artist known to man. Mm-hmm. And I just felt a, a, a huge connection with 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 Vibes Cartel. Not just even just because of his music, but his approach to to creating and his his approach to just putting putting music out there, like it was a level of a thoughtfulness that I had not seen before. It was a level of intentionality that I just hadn't seen a lot of artists, you know, put through. And and I think for me, um, it was it was do it was during that era where or or it was it was in that time when I'm trying to find this sense of belonging. I'm trying to find this sense this sense of connection, like. I'm trying to figure out my identity. I don't know where I belong. And here comes the great Gaza nation. You see me? And here is a group that I can belong I can belong to. And here is an artist that I can I can listen to and say, yo, I'm I'm with everybody that, that support Gaza or everybody that support support Vibes Cartel. And so I felt a huge connection um to him and to his music and, and definitely, definitely uh shaped my life. But I think as I as I grew up, you definitely had a lot of people that were, were instrumental in, in shaping my 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 music taste now. Keanu's key is definitely one of them um that has been instrumental in that for sure. And yet you I just have a lot of music other and people. talking about music with Romy K. Facts. Is he me? And if you pre my if you pre my playlist on Spotify you, you can pre that I, I I listen to all this a wide variety of music because I, I just didn't grow up listening to, you know, one type of music. Like I said, I I, I went to bed listening to Celine Dion yeah. every night. I should bust every dance starting Celine Dion. I have I, I have some pretty good playlists. Yeah, I should do that. Shout out to the curators. Shout out to K B yeah, we have some good playlists because we have good taste in music. That's why we have a music podcast, dog. Uh, we want to say something deep, too. Say something deep. <laughs> Ka, <laughs> I just went into a whole like, monologue a while ago. I feel like more compete. Ah, Mads, watch it. Okay, can we? Okay, let's all do that. So okay. I, I, Your connected, turn. I connected. Let me think about mine. I connected with the massacre one, <laughs> of one side genocide. Yeah. You know, the real Jenna, the only Jenna, one Jenna. 
One side did a lot. Hey man, <laughs> I connected with this young man because he was just so supremely talented, but for some reason, nobody was picking up on it. Like he was this humble, quiet youth that all him do is go studio and make music, put it out, and just repeat that's all he did right and for some reason nobody else was like yo the brother yeah yeah yo 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 yeah and i connected with that i felt like because at the time i never really talked much did kind of reserve but we didn't know say genius inside of me but just everybody else never get to see it yet so it was mm. the same is a is a is a kind of parallel right yes ah yeah i'm gonna win the deep contest ah i'm <laughs> Big up Christoph him him saying well deep, deep and wide and them thing there. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Rita Fire. Are you saying you win the deep contest? You didn't know what we mean. And I and I and I think in addition to that, KB, it was this it was this sense of or what I'm getting from what you're saying. It's like, you know, there is this there is this feeling you get from just being the first to find something and i would always remember you like a lot of conversations we would have you would be like the, one of the biggest supporters of massacre from a very very early time like a big big supporter i'm on like is me pencil yes yo i need that nigga to start making music again he was modeling he's a no, model he stopped a long time and he did make a couple of songs after him finish up with that but he's not being consistent like maestro dan is maybe you need to you need to send him a message and tell him sir hello this is what the world needs you know it's funny i actually went to prep school with that youth oh really Real? and then all of a sudden like it was so strange like all of a sudden we can't put this on the pad Okay. <laughs> but it was you, like, uh, imagine uh, I go prep school with this youth and he's like a year above me and he's this nice, sweet, very polite, very kind youth, right? Very generous. And then him go high school. He went to KC. All of a sudden, he's this bad man and he, him, 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 him named Pencil the Lyrical Lunatic and him a wow. bag of girl and him all of this. And I was just like, yo, like high school is, high school high school is really where, people. high school is where you form who you're going to be. Those are literally your formative years. Yeah, yeah. We matched on Tinder one time. Ooh, you want pencil? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, wait, you know, I said yeah, to me. We didn't talk. Though. Oh. Easy, no? But, yeah. But that, 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 brother is, that brother is supremely... But yeah, like I said, like, that's what I love. I like bucking up on something new. So it's not a, it's not a matter of, like, narcissism or I want to be the first to discover this. And it's just I the want, freshness. It's just, yeah, it's just like... And that feeling of, like, oh, that this feeling. is new. Because it's like, I, 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 I don't... I'm not... I mostly like mainstream black music or or black music that's about to become mainstream so i don't have like as broad uh um taste scope or scope as like a romiki or a kian my i'm primarily focused on music produced mostly by black people so like jamaica um the uk the jamaica diaspora in the uk and Everywhere is like African, that kind of music. So I wouldn't, I wasn't really focused on the, you know, the alternative as much. I just pick it up gotcha. like in passing. So like, like a. What are two, like two artists that you're listening to right now? Me, listen to right now, Jamaican. Yeah. I mean, it can be, you know, anything. Anybody? Maybe one Jamaican, one non-Jamaican. Um. Or in terms of like one dias from somebody from the diaspora. Somebody. Uh, from the diaspora, I like, I really like Unknown T from UK. Uh, I like Bricks. I wish you play that song soon. Bricks. We should play that song Yo, soon. Bad piece of artist enough. Um. Yo, you know what I find in, in, in the UK? They have all yeah. the female artists are like, they go as hard as the male artists. Like yeah. all, all of them. That's like, something that you, you like, point out. Yeah, like Shebo and, and um, Tizan does and Stefan and of course you have um, Ivory mm-hmm. and Dahl and all of them. Like they, they legit 
like you can't a man and a woman in the UK could actually clash and it yeah, would still and it would make sense because the bars are on point they're all like on the same level to me at least but anyway that's a side note got you got you key two artists that you're listening to right now at I'll go in your phone which yeah. I won't do go in your phone go in the playlist two artists so I thought about this while we were talking and so I've been listening to a lot of neo soul um this this new age alternative r&b type music lately and i was just thinking like a lot of a lot of people i went to school with in new york they listen they heavily listen to 90s r&b and i appreciate 90s r&b but and that is and while that is like partly what my music what my parents played it never it it never became a part of my personality but now i find myself gravitating towards r&b like i used to like i used to like pop i used to like alternative music electronic and r&b was kind of like on the bottom like i would listen to people like usher and and beyonce and i would obviously appreciate them but now i find myself that like me yeah maybe 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 I, I, in my feelings now maybe that's what it is <laughs> so i've been listening to people like masego a lot because he plays yeah. a saxophone and the saxophone is Fox. like sex as an instrument his last it's two a, albums were incredible i love masego so much like um, I, play, I play those when i go to like hotels or airbnbs yes he's on by the pool yeah he's on a lot of my chiller playlists people like anderson pack um yeah. scissor yes. I, I i'm what i'm hoping i'm watching to see where she takes her music because it looked like she's trying to go in a different direction but it's hard that they said that she has one of the best deals in the industry one of the best deals no i didn't say that yeah I need to look what's up her the, deal because like, isn't she with tde i think, I think it was a 70 30 split oh wow majority going to scissor yeah go girl yeah. and they and they own like the masters and everything that's beautiful i think that yeah. shit is unheard of yeah but the, the situation that happened or based on what i understand she brought more to the conversation and to the negotiating table mm-hmm. because she's she been had trying to exactly. I was presence. gonna say she's been trying to yeah. be a professional artist for a very long time. She that's kind of, that's what she wanted to do. She was trying oh. to she was trying to bust. So she probably young. had she she had because I I I didn't always follow Cesar. I kind of found her in the middle of her transition to to the mainstream so i know she had like a few projects i don't know when they came or how she produced them and those things but she's been around from she's before been, TDE? she's been around yeah. before before tde i don't know exactly i don't know the timeline for tde but hmm. she have she have music from like mid oh, yo, some, sometimes i forget how old we are because tde would have formed a good while ago too because it's 2020 now yeah, yeah yeah 2010 is 10 years ago jesus yeah, so you have to think about it in in that perspective. Twenty ten is a mid two oh, thousand. Like ten years ago, we were in what Fort Farm. Yep. Jesus. Yep. Twenty ten is is a, is a last year for me. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember what happened last week. Much yeah. less what happened ten yeah. years ago. Yeah. I'm at the stage in my life where my appetite for music is just insatiable. Mm-hmm. Like you know, this the, the same sense that you were talking about earlier of, of when you kind of find music that moves you i think i'm just always in 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 search of that i'm always in search for you know to hear the so- sounds coming out of africa to hear sounds coming out of the uk to hear sounds what are people listening to you, you know what i'm saying like i'm 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 just amazed by how music has evolved and how it continues to evolve and i just feel like every day just something good 
is released and I, and I feel like I'm just always kind of in in search of not necessarily in search of of that high but just you know in search for good music from because I I just I just want to appreciate appreciate good music and I definitely see good music being created in Jamaica too like you don't know you have man like Ritical, Skilly Bang, you see me that are, that I think are are leading this this new wave um of artists you know on on that point like who would y'all say right now for you like you're kind of hopeful and expectant um in jamaica right now that you're kind of hopeful and expectant to see where they go as artists and, and how they progress i'm curious to see how cash progresses cash from Ramesh camp i want to see because he can sing and he's a great dj and he's a good writer so i want to see how because i don't think he'll find that song yet he's had good music but he don't find that song yet for for really bust way so i kind of watching him for me i have two people that come to my mind instantly i have savannah and i have tessellated because i think those two artists are very good examples of my flavor of music and i think they they both run the spectrum of my of my type of music you have music that you can that you can dance to music you can vibe to music that might be a little more spiritual and music that that's just good to bouncing in the background so definitely excited for those two savannah's la savannah's ep was fantastic like that was such Fucks. if if it did have two more songs it could have been an album and it would have been it would have been well, I mean, it's 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 her kind of de- yeah. Her, it's like her, it's her, album, step- her debut project. She's trying to put out music out there to her fans. Can right, and it's so it her. was such a good yeah. package of music. It was yeah. well presented. Yeah. Every song is thoughtful. The arrangement of the song "Mango" is a brilliant piece of music, and it it's it's Savannah showing like she in the song she says Savannah in a dancehall style. While it is dancehall, it is still such a Savannah song. And she and Tessellated have that style of um, fitting their original, authentic style to different genres. And I feel like mm. that's that's my that's my favorite kind of music. I love crossovers, love love blend up things. I love mix up food. Cross. Yeah, that's it's just right up my alley, man. What okay. reggae artists are really, really, really soulful? They are the, soulful. The, yeah, they could easily go into R and B and dominate. They really could. And on that note, thank you all for listening to another episode. We, I promise we won't keep you all hanging like that again. You never know though. Thank you for listening. Remember to share the pod, subscribe, download, leave a rating, leave a comment if you can. Share it with your virgin one. Stop, stop being stingy with the pod. We know you love it, but share it. Sharing is caring. You see me? And remember, don't do it for the likes. Do it for the culture. Stay culture-wise. I'm your host, Romy K, signing out until next time. Peace.